Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. These podcasts are brought to you in part by our sponsors, who really truly are what make these podcasts possible every week. O'Fallon Nutrition is a company that I've worked with for over 15 years. They're independently owned and operated, located here in O'Fallon, Missouri, right off of Highway K and Mexico Road. I call this place the Whole Foods of St. Charles County, but even if you are not located on this side of the river, it is still worth the drive. I can remember working all the way down at Powerhouse and still sending people out to O'Fallon Nutrition for their supplements. They are more than a supplement company. You can get grass-fed beef, salad dressing, seasoning for your cooking, uh, hair care products, makeup, uh, deodorant, toothpaste, uh, essential oils, and all the vitamins and minerals that you can think of. If you're looking for clean, whole food nutrition, as well as home care, house care, skin care products, O'Fallon Nutrition is your place. You can take a look at them at O'FallonNutrition.com. Or if you'd like to have something shipped, if you're listening to me from outside of St. Louis, you can certainly have items shipped. I know they do free shipping if it's an order over $50. And the phone number is 636-240-5283. Again, it's O'FallonNutrition.com. As well as if um, preparing your food on a weekly basis is your primary excuse for why you're not able to stay on a good clean eating program, which is something that I hear very regularly from my clients, I would ask you to please take the time to check out Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com. They are a phenomenal place. We get our food from there during the week. They deliver to our integrity location. They will deliver to your house. Uh, They also uh, are just available for pickup. You can go to their Chesterfield location or their Kirkwood location and just pick up meals for the day as well as um, just having them delivered right to your door. So if preparing your food is your main excuse for why you cannot stay on a healthy eating program, then I would suggest just stop by Pure Plates. Just try it. If you're trying to lower your blood pressure, you're trying to lower your cholesterol, you're trying to get your blood sugar down, try to do Pure Plates meals for a week and just see how different you feel. These are organic meals. They are gluten-free. If you need them to be, they can be dairy-free. They are soy-free. You're not taking any processed sugars or meat curing agents or preservatives. They really truly believe in nutrient dense meals that are just whole food nutrition. And I've had my clients or I've made recommendations for my clients for years at Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com or you can call them to ask questions at 636-778-3555. Again, remembering that they have a location in Chesterfield as well as in Kirkwood that you can just run by and pick up a meal today. Everyone always asks me where I get my meat from, and given that I really eat meat on a daily basis, um, typically beef primarily, uh, my meat is very important to me. I have an autoimmune condition, and I want grain-free, corn-free meat, and I just haven't found the confidence in stores in knowing that I'm getting 100% grass-fed, grass-finished beef. And I have searched and searched and searched for the right farm, and I have found the farm. It's fedfromthefarm.com, fed, F-E-D, from the farm.com. These 
farmers are amazing. It's a it's it's a family. They're they're here in Missouri and they have the desire just like I do to see people well and to see people healthy and they put a lot into what they do. It's such a wonderful family to support. They do uh, offer 100% grass finished, grass fed, meaning that's it. Uh, a beef and I get my ribeyes, I get uh, you know my ground beef, my ground sirloin, I get my chuck roast. I mean, they basically have everything. They even have awesome jerky, but they also have eggs. They have chickens and they have turkey. I'm planning on getting a turkey uh, for Thanksgiving. And if you'd like lamb, they have that as well. Uh, But if you are in need of good quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef or quality eggs, chicken, turkey, uh, don't don't just settle for what you're getting at the local store. to go out on the internet and check out Fed from the Farm, uh, that you can arrange a pickup or you can have it delivered to your for, for to your home, and I can guarantee you you're going to taste the difference. Uh, for me, it my health actually depends on it, so I really thank God to have found such a great farmer. FedFromTheFarm.com. I hope it blesses you. Welcome to Faith, Fuel, and Fitness, the Integrity Way, with your hosts, John and Debbie Morris from Integrity Training Systems. Hi, everybody. This is Debbie Morris with Integrity Training Systems in the studio with my husband, soon to be uh, in the studio with my husband, John Morris. He's on his way back in. Uh, We are on Real Talk 93.3. Usually our first segment, uh, we've dedicated it to what we call the warrior um, segment. We, you know, we call our, our podcast the warrior podcast. We have T-shirts at the gym. Um, at Integrity Training Systems, you'll find as you walk in the door, it's just a very encouraging environment. There, there are people there that have experienced uh, great uh, trials in their life, and they have overcome incredible adversity and then there are people that have just, you know, uh, remained encouraging, you know, to those people. And it's just such a life-filled environment. And so as we're working with someone who we know, you know, they need to lose 100 pounds or maybe they're really battling their health or they're just going through some very serious circumstances, we try to do all that we can to try to equip them with exactly what they need to be able to stay strong, to stay in the fight, to stay encouraged, to not give up. And it's just so easy, you know, to to give up, especially when it comes to your health. I've just noticed over the years, you know, I've done been doing nutrition and as a personal trainer and a nutrition coach for almost 25 years, I I cannot believe the amount of people that will just put their health at the very, very bottom of the list. They'll just say, I don't have time to eat that way. I don't have time to exercise. But the problem is, is the more it gets put off, the more it gets pushed aside, what ends up happening is you have no choice but to make time for it. Or you end up with a complete stall. You know, you end up in the hospital. You end up with some type of circumstance that really sets you a, you know, to, up to where you you are about to uh, quit because your body is quitting on you. So what we've done is is we've tried to create this segment to where we just keep people encouraged. You know, we keep people feeling like 
they're strong enough to stay in the fight, uh, that there's reason to not give up. You know, my husband's here with me now, John Morris uh, with Integrity Training Systems, and we're here just talking about, you know, just what it takes to be a warrior. And I know, you know, last week, John, I, I did some talking and, you know, I just I always like to feel like I want both of us to to really have the, you know, the the mic on this. And so, you know, it, I, do you have anything that you feel like a client has encountered, you know, in the past week or anything that you feel like you've encountered that that, you know, experienced, brave you know, soldier or fighter, that warrior, you know, spirit had to come out. I just think the key is always fighting regardless of what comes up in your day. I mean, the reason I'm late today is because I misscheduled my time in my book and I actually had two clients that was supposed to be occurring right now. And they both ended up backing out of the day. One had the time schedule messed up, one forgot and so I'm texting my wife here and uh, figure out that I'm actually late uh, to be here. So it's kind of a blessing in disguise that those two hours opened up. It allowed me to be here, which Seems is like great. God always knows what you need. But at the same time, <laughs> it's like your brain immediately is like, oh, gosh, I've got this. I've got that. I've got this. You go into like almost a state of panic, but you just have to show up, you know. And so regardless of what you're going through, the key to remember is that you can go through it. You know, it's not going to be as easy sometimes as others. You're going to be met with different levels of resistance. But anytime you're dealing with something and it's the worst thing you've ever dealt with, you've had another time that you've said the same thing. You've said, this is the worst thing I've ever had to deal with, and you've dealt with it. So regardless of what it is you're going through, just keep fighting because the key to survival is to do just that. I've told this story in the past, but, you know, I was a cage fighter. And then that ultimately led to me becoming a jujitsu uh, athlete because I had to get out of cage fighting due to multiple injuries. And jujitsu is just, um, there's no striking in jujitsu. So there's less likelihood of uh, brain trauma, which is what I'm looking to avoid. But anyway, um, I was in a tournament with a guy and we were competing for first and second place after a, a few matches for each of us beforehand. And he sunk an extremely deep guillotine on me, which for those that don't know what that is, that's just a choke around your throat with your head in their arm from the front. And he had one leg hooked into my hip and was looking to hook the other one. It was in pretty deep. And I remembered having the thought process of, I, I don't have to fight out of this. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. This hurts. I can't breathe. You know, he's got it in deep. And I started rationalizing why it was okay to give up instead of thinking about why I should fight. And the rationalization was, he's a good fighter. He's in the finals with you. He's a big, strong guy. He's got a great hook on you. You're not, it's going to be, second place is still pretty good. You know, everybody watching is going to understand that he landed a deep choke on you and that that's why you lost. No one's going to think you gave up. Everybody's going to believe that he just got the upper hand on you. People aren't even going to think he's necessarily better than you. They're going to tell you that he's not and that he got a lucky choke. I'm literally processing all of processing all of this while I'm being choked. Uh, it's about a 10, 20 second window that this is running through my mind. You know, thanks for being ADHD. So as I sit there, I'm like, you know, this really sucks, but I, I actually am kind of okay. You know, like I, I'm actually sitting, I recognize that I'm having this conversation with myself in my mind and that he's straining to hold me down. 
And I'm like, I actually think I can fight out of this. If I if I apply pressure to this back leg, I think I can pop this open. And if I grab a hold of the inside of his elbow, I think I can rotate my chin 15 degrees and relieve my windpipe just enough to create a little bit of oxygen. And then I know I'm strong enough to bull into him. So as long as that's enough exertion to knock him to his back, I think I can break out of this. And ultimately, that's what I chose to do, and I went on to win the tournament. And it was a national-level uh, tournament, so these guys were from you know different states. It, it was a high level of competition. And I say all of that to say the difference between losing there and winning was rationalizing why I am capable of winning and making steps towards doing it. I didn't tell myself, win this fight. I didn't tell myself, get out of this. I told myself, rotate your chin, pull his leg off of your back, press forward. Sometimes the key to victory and to being successful and warrioring through what you're dealing with on a daily basis isn't necessarily about overcoming the mountain. It's about grabbing the next stone so that you can continue to climb. You have to break it down that detailed and that small because if you can envision yourself overcoming the steps then you'll eventually overcome the mountain. Yeah, that's really good. It's just like, you know, when you find out you're late, you just pick up your keys, you get in the car, you drive to the place. Real fast. You can't overthink, you know, you can't overthink it. You know, I I, I make mistakes all the time. You know, I mean, we all do, especially in business. And you just have to give yourself grace, you know, when those circumstances come up. And so just in your life, you know, as you're out there listening, give yourself some grace, you know, warrior, be strong, be strong in the Lord, but remind yourself that the Bible says his grace is sufficient. And so if he is granting you grace, then you to you also have to grant yourself the grace, you know, to be able to, you know, recognize that you've got to come back. Okay, you, you you can come out of whatever this situation is and you can come ahead strong. But if you stay focused on the negative, you stay focused on the defeat, you stay focused on it's never going to work, it's never going to be okay, you're never going to lose the weight, you're never going to find a way to be healthy, then that's very likely what's going to end up happening. Now, we're going to do everything we can at Integrity uh, to to change your mindset and to change your thinking. I mean, if I have to literally you know, speak it into you every day, you know, that I see you, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to help you to be able to believe in yourself and believe in what's ahead. And a lot of times that's really what I do. When I sit down with someone for a six-month nutrition program, they come in with all the reasons that they cannot do something. They come in with every excuse in the book for why they cannot eat clean, why they, they're not able to cook, why, why they can't order well when they eat out, And I come back with all of the solutions. Instead of problems and just continually discussing problems, I start discussing solutions to every single one of their problems that they list. I discuss the solution. And that's really how we get there. Just like John said, one stone at a time. You know, when it comes to your nutrition, when it comes to changing your health, when it comes to changing your body composition, it's one meal at a time. It's one workout at a time. It's one one foot in front of the other. It's 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 just moving forward. Progress comes from moving forward. So we are there to help to keep you from giving up. 
For more information on a six-month nutrition program with us at Integrity Training Systems, take a look at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com as well as to schedule a free personal fitness assessment with any of our personal trainers. You can give us a call at 636-299-2208. For gluten-free, dairy-free baked goods delivered to your doorstep from my personal bakery, take a look at Sophie'sBakery.com. My favorite farmer, fedfromthefarm.com, will deliver 100% grass-finished beef to you. Welcome back, everybody. John Morris from Integrity Training Systems here with my wife, Debbie Morris, on Real Talk 93.3. I want to talk a little bit about what it means when someone says new level, new devil. And uh, Debbie recently had a post actually on social media where she talked about this, where this happens in all levels of what we deal with. She's actually been reading Uh, a lot of books lately on becoming a better wife. And the reason she's been doing that is I'm such a phenomenal husband that she's actually just trying to get on my level, which I respect. You know, it's like, it's nice of her to try to have uh, my back as well as I've got hers. Uh And um, yeah, thank you for that, Debbie, for finally catching up. It's actually because our our daughter is about to turn 12. Oh, and uh, I started watching that. She watches everything that we do. Oh, okay. In the past year. And so that made you realize that you should be as good of a wife. I want her to learn how to love from us. All right. Got it. Yes. And just. I don't know. I just want to honor God with the way I honor my husband. So all joking aside, what she's done is she's just found something, obviously she said because of her daughter, that she wants to work on to become better at. And it's interesting how the enemy will try to come in on something that you are working on for that purpose and try to create issues. And, you know, the Bible says in John 10, 10, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And what happens is... That's that's the intent. You know, God comes to give life and life in the fullest in that same regard. I mean, I literally have John 10, 10 tattooed on my fingers to where if I put my fist up together, you can see that. And the reason is it's a reminder of going to war. It's a reminder that even though the thief comes and tries to steal everything that God is attempting to provide for you, that, that he is here to give you life and to give you abundant life and allow you to enjoy and, and press on through life. And so when you start to embark on something like, you know, how do I make my marriage better? How do I grow financially? How do I get myself healthy? You're going to find that more flaming arrows come at you because uh, the enemy doesn't want you to do these things. The enemy doesn't want you to be better. He wants you to feel bogged down. He wants you to feel like, you can't get anywhere in life. And sometimes people don't even realize they're being used in that regard to bring you down. Sometimes um, you think, well, it can't be that person because they're a really good person. And what I want to talk to you about in this segment, Debbie, is we deal with this with our clients pretty regularly in the world of nutrition and training, primarily more so I'd say in nutrition than training, but it's fascinating to me as someone who's been addicted to alcohol, someone who's been addicted to painkillers, um, if someone finds out the level of painkillers that I'm taking, they're immediately like, hey, you know, you you really shouldn't do that. That's bad for you. 
You know, another fascinating one that's recently been happening is I tanned going into our vacation, obviously, and I have continued to tan once a week in a tanning bed. I can't tell you how many people have voiced to me, and it's just out of concern and care. Hey, that's really bad for you. Like, you shouldn't tan in a tanning bed like that. You could get something from that. Like, you could end up with uh, skin cancer or it can damage your skin. I mean, I'm, I'm literally being told this. Meanwhile, you want to eat a buffet? You want to slam a gallon of ice cream in your mouth? You want to have a couple drinks? Uh, yeah, go right ahead and do that. You should do that. You know, well, you deserve that. You deserve to have that time. Well, why don't I deserve to lay in a tanning bed for five minutes? <laughs> but I, I deserve to have a, a one drink. I deserve to have one off meal of poison. What I'm trying to get at here is we get clients that come in all day long and it's their parents, their friends, their family members, their coworkers. Well, I have to have, you know, two glasses of wine and eat cheese because I'm going to this dinner thing and they'll just think it's weird if I don't do that. They'll give me a hard time. I mean, really? It's like that. that is the flaming arrow. That's the dart. That's something that you have to be prepared to go to war on because you know that you want to be well. And your wellness is not dependent upon whether or not they're annoyed or bothered by you. Your wellness is dependent upon your decision to be well and to do what you know you need to do regardless of the opinions of those around you. And that can be isolating. You might find that those people no longer want to be your friends or that they do act like you're weird. And I believe that's why the the Bible says to surround yourself with like-minded individuals. I don't think that's just in reference to Christianity. I think that that's in reference to what you're trying to accomplish in life. You want to be successful? Surround yourself with successful people. You want to quit drinking? Surround yourself with people that don't drink. You want to be healthy? Surround yourself with healthy people. So Debbie, my question for you is when you are dealing with clients and they come to you and they say, I really want to do this, but every time I start to try to get my food on track and I try to quit drinking, I have a friend or a family member or this person that tries to convince me not to. How do you deal with that? Like, how do you work someone through how to get past that stage of becoming healthy? Well, I think the first thing is they feel encouraged because they have me. Right. And they now have space. Yeah, you're that like-mindedness. Right. Well, I, I'm at least someone that, space to that, talk be, to. that believes in them, that believes it's possible, and that's encouraging them to do it. Um, and they do have space to talk about the fact that they have people that – are on are, are regularly trying to defeat them and regularly trying to bring them down. Now we can't always stop spending time with our spouse. We can't always stop spending time with our mom or or or, or someone, you know, our coworkers. Unfortunately, we we have to still continue to to work with them, but at the end of the day it's about how we respond to those circumstances. So we can either let the circumstance control us or we can control our response to the circumstance. And I love Jocko Willink. He's a retired Navy SEAL. He has an excellent book, uh, Discipline Equals Freedom. He has an outstanding podcast. But, I mean, he just says, do it anyways. You know, and it's. <laughs> I wish I could come up with this super complicated, like crazy intelligent thing that I tell my clients, but I encourage them. I help them to feel supported by me. I tell them that they are in a supportive environment by being at integrity and they're surrounded by like-minded individuals so they're not alone. 
And I know the enemy is trying to make them feel isolated, but they are not isolated. They are not alone. They have a group of people that are doing the same things outside my door. But I also tell them, forget what those people are doing. Forget what those people are saying. Do it anyways, in spite of what they say. Do it anyways. You have no idea how many people are attached to your obedience. And even the person that is bugging you the most and giving you the most trouble I can almost assure you someday all the seeds that you're planting in them just by living a healthy lifestyle in front of them will probably make it to where they end up turning and coming to you and asking you for assistance. I've seen it happen more times than I can count. For more information on a six-month nutrition program with myself where we can encourage you, no matter what the circumstances are, we can keep you going strong Take a look at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com or for a free personal fitness assessment with our personal trainers, give us a call at 636-299-2208. For gluten-free, dairy-free baked goods delivered to your door from my personal bakery to yours, take a look at Sophie'sBakery.com. And for my favorite farmer, FedFromTheFarm.com, 100% grass-fed beef, chicken and eggs delivered to your doorstep. Welcome back, everybody. John and Debbie Morris with Integrity Training Systems on Real Talk 93.3. I want to talk a little bit about um, being strong in the Lord this segment and ensuring that you are doing the call and purpose that's on your life and being in the best position you can be in to do that. You know, our daughter is 11, and we've actually raised her her whole life in the gym. I have a picture of her all the way back, I think, to when she's two. two. And she's hanging from these like gymnastic rings. She's got a hold of them. She's got her feet up in the air. And she's got this kind of like stern, eyebrowed, but half smiled face going on. Yeah, she used to do that forward, most muscular flex. And she'd growl, which is (laughs) pretty weird because it's like, where did she She learn that? She would go, it was just so cute. John has videos. And then I'd ask her, you know, to do another flex and she'd do like a reverse single arm tricep and then like, She'd yell afterwards, like, ah. yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know where you're learning that from. Like, maybe it's just the blood and oxygen hitting just right oh, or what. But so she was cute. in it, so cute. you know. And she used to go up and down the turf and you know hang on the cones and you know like so. It's neat to have watched her grow up in in that environment. And she's grown up in an environment where she has eaten clean, and um, we've really promoted that because she does have some health things that she has to deal with. Uh, from a physical standpoint, she also has some health things that we don't, you know, we pray that she obviously doesn't end up experiencing, but there are possibility being um, psychological uh, things that could occur because of my family history with those things from both my mom and dad's side. But the reason we've really focused on that is is truly to keep her well. And Debbie, you talked about recently, your parents grew up, you literally had a garden out back. You didn't have a ton of money, so you ate healthy as best you can, including things from that garden. 
And one thing that we have a passion for is keeping people healthy from the time that they're a child. You know, and you talk about like you deal with this a lot more than me on the nutrition side, but I don't want to restrict my child. I don't want my child to feel left out in events. I don't want my child to have to not experience ice cream. I don't want my child to have to not have cake, things like that. And, you know, where we come from is it's like, unless it's something that's actually going to immediately kill your child after they consume something like that, them having it on a birthday or Thanksgiving or Christmas or Easter, you know, that's one thing. Like you, you give them something like that, they get to have it and they move on. But, you know, Tuesday and then Thursday and then Sunday and then Monday, they're having this stuff because you don't want them to feel left out you're actually creating a situation where what you're leaving them out on is being well, you know? And so how do you, when you're talking about how to appropriately feed a kid, you know, you're talking about trying to get a family healthy, what, what angle do you take to try to create that mindset for someone and talk a little bit about like how you start with that? Well, I mean, I would just say one thing to consider and like, the reason why in that post I mention my parents and kind of the way I was growing, I, I was brought up and, you know, I mean, our garden was really small, but yet we ate from it every single day. Um, and we lived in a subdivision. It wasn't as if we lived on land. I mean, we had a very small lot on our home. My dad just made it a priority. But at, at no point at that, you know, I'm 48 years old, so I just want to give you a concept of, you know, the parenting, you know, theory or thoughts, you know, at that time. But at no point were my parents ever in a position where when I was in the grocery store saying, I want candy, I want this, I want that, I want that, that my parents were ever like, oh, we don't want to restrict her. Oh, we don't we don't want to we don't want to make it to where she's not like the other kids uh, getting to have candy right now. Oh, gosh, we don't want to make it to where she doesn't have donuts for breakfast because other kids are having that. No, my parents are like, you're not going to eat candy right now. You know, it's three o'clock in the afternoon. You're going home and you're eating dinner. You're going to get candy on Halloween. You're going to get candy on Easter in your basket. I mean, then occasionally you would go to a birthday party and you got to eat candy. Like there was just no way that my parents let me eat candy all throughout the day. And I didn't open up my lunchbox and have cookies you know, as my lunch, like my, I didn't have potato chips and cookies as my lunch. It just wasn't the way my parents thought. And I was not alone on this. This is the thing that's just like, when did it shift? I guess is what I'm trying to figure out. And, And with the profession that I have, I'm really trying to figure it out because I'm like looking at parents that are the same age as me or the same, you know, the same, you know, ballpark. And I'm just thinking to myself, When did this switch? You know, because you are in control of your child's health future. Like they have no, they have, there's, it's not up to them. It's up to us and what we feed them. That's something that's really tough that I hear on a regular basis. And, you know, our child is a phenomenal child. And I know there's a certain amount of that that just comes with, you know, a kid, uh, being a good kid, but I also believe that there's something to be said about 
how you raise the kid and what you put into them. You know, if you watch the way I, I've raised our daughter and if you watch the way that a discipliner and you watch the, the um, rules and regulations that are in place, I do believe that that's got a lot to do with why she is the way she is. You know, I've got a friend that had some kids that uh, were pretty unruly, and he joked about sending them to the Morris boot camp, like that they needed to come over to my house for about three months. But if she was all hyped up on sugar every single day, she'd be a lot harder to manage. This is the point I'm trying to make is you have to control the variables that you can control. You know, like, well, my son has uh, extreme ADHD or my son has this, so that doesn't really work for me. I know you're saying that you can take credit, but like, it's not my fault. Okay. Like you're right. There could be something that's genetically there or psychologically there, chemically there, but like the food is even how much important. are you doing to try to control that? Like if, the, if you're saying, well, they only eat hot dogs, gummy bears and Cheez-Its, like, is that what you're feeding them? I mean, at some point they had those things to know that's all they eat. Right. So if you haven't given them those things and you've attacked food from a clean perspective, you may find that they would have consumed them. I like Cheez-Its too. So if that's what I've had and I get the decision between Cheez-Its, if I throw a fit or broccoli, I'm going to throw a fit and get my Cheez-Its. Every time. So I guess what point I want to get across is if you're not restricting the garbage and the bad food for your chi- your your children as they grow up, who does? They will not do it as they're, an adult. They're never going to learn. I mean, we have people that come to us uh, 20, 30, 40, 90 years old to get well, dealing with type 2 diabetes, gut issues, heart problems, things that can completely and legitimately be tracked to what they've consumed over the years. And it is a lot harder to train a 50-year-old man on how to eat clean and stop eating all of the pleasure and uh, feel-good foods that they've brought in than it is to train a two-year-old. Now, I understand that you're working all day, you're coming home, you've had a tough day, and you just don't feel like having your two-year-old argue with you about what they want to eat, and so it's easy to cave to that. But I'm telling you right now, when your two-year-old is 40 and they have to come to us to learn how to not be a diabetic or to learn how to get their their immune system pumped back up so they're not always unwell, they're going to have a heck of a lot hard, harder time learning from us to be well than if they had just learned it at two. They have bad habits to unwind. I talk about this with exercise all the time. People will come to me. And they're almost like embarrassed. Hey, I've never lifted weights before, man. So like I'm a I'm a brand new person. Good. I can teach you exactly how to do this without having to unwind a bunch of garbage from gym bros that you've seen and injuries that you've accrued because of the gym bros. We can start with a clean slate and actually just build you appropriately. That's what you get to do with your kid. Like if you start right now teaching your kid how to eat, they will have the ability to avoid the problems that come from food. Does that mean they're not going to ever have any problems? No. There are other things in this world. There are sicknesses. There are things that children are born with that you have to deal with. But there are elements within your control. And if the elements outside of your control are creating a negative situation, 
control the variables you can to ensure the best possibility that that child can have. Don't use your kid as an excuse to eat poorly. Use yourself as a reason for your kid to eat well. Like Debbie said earlier, our daughter watches us. She wants us to learn love. She wants her to learn how to be in a quality relationship. If you eat clean and your children watch, your children will also learn to follow. And if they learn to follow, you can guarantee your child a better quality of life as they grow. I 100% ate vegetables because my dad ate vegetables. Correct. We would go to a restaurant and he would get a vegetable plate. Yeah. I would order a vegetable plate also. Yeah. Do you know that I just I, wanted to be like him? Do you know that I absolutely love candy? I was 100 pounds overweight and had a heart attack because I was fat. That's what a doctor said. That's not my words. A doctor woke me up from a table and said, You had a heart attack because you're fat. If you don't lose 30 or 80 pounds, you're going to die before you're 30. That was his words. Okay. You don't get that big because you don't like to eat. I love candy. I used to eat cheese by the block, like a Hershey's bar. I would bite into Colby Jack cheese, okay? My daughter hasn't seen that. Now, I'm not promoting that you become a closet eater. That's not what I'm saying here. But what I'm saying is there are times that I would like to eat that in front of my daughter where I have disciplined myself to not do that so that she grows up and can be someone who doesn't have to do that. She's learning right now. And people are like, well, you're going to train her to be a closet eater. No, I'm not because she doesn't know that. And I'm not a closet eater. I'm someone who's deciding to eat well in front of my daughter so that she can grow up and decide to be well. Well, actually, I mean, you really don't eat bad food. I really don't. I mean, it's actually great for you, too. It's kind of funny because it has actually solidified my health. Right. It has solidified when she was younger and wasn't watching everything I was doing, and I'd let myself have something here and there. Halloween would come around, and I'm eating a couple pieces of candy because I think she's two, and she doesn't really recognize I've done that, you know. Now that she's old enough that I'm like, I I don't want her to see me do any of this. It's actually disciplined me to the point where I'm like, I'm good. And my health is better for it. Right. Don't use your kid as an excuse to be unwell. Use your kid as an excuse to be well. Right. And it's just in the same exact note, you know, don't say I cannot be healthy because I have kids. You know, I, I cannot cook you know, because I don't have enough time because I have kids. Those are actually the reasons why you need to do all of those things. Now, I know it's not easy, but it's just there's a there's steps that you can take. I mean, there are people that can help you. I mean, I personally can equip you on how to cook in a convenient manner, how to cook in a way that your kids will like it. I mean, we I have five cookbooks. One of them is completely dedicated to everything that my daughter eats. It's it's a family cookbook. You know, I mean, this is what we do. This is this is how we equip you. For more information on a six-month nutrition program with us at Integrity Training Systems, please go to IntegrityTrainingSystems.com or to schedule a free personal fitness assessment with any of our personal trainers, please give us a call at 636-299-2208 for gluten-free, dairy-free baked goods delivered to your doorstep from my personal bakery. Take a look at Sophie'sBakery.com and... For 100% grass-fed beef, chicken, and eggs from my favorite farmer, go to fedfromthefarm.com.
Welcome back, everybody. John and Debbie Morris with Integrity Training Systems on Real Talk 93.3. We're just talking about kids being healthy and well by helping them with their food and just implementing tactics for that wellness. Something that I mentioned in that segment was controlling the variables you can control so that the variables that are outside of your control remain as stable as possible. And I want to talk about your journey, Debbie. We've talked a little bit about it in the last couple of weeks, but something that you've dealt with for the past year is a lack of understanding of inflammation that has been occurring in your body. And we're starting to talk a little bit more about it now because we're out of the darkness on this, but we didn't talk about it then. You know, about a year ago, we had conversations at nighttime where Debbie, who is literally the least dramatic person you will ever meet outside of me, I'm very not dramatic. Um, don't laugh. Don't laugh. I'm pretty dramatic. Okay. Something bad happens and I'm like, the world is ending. I'm going it, to, it's, it's so bad. Like I'm such a pessimist and I'm trained to be an optimist. But, you know, about a year ago, uh, really seriously, every night before we'd go to bed, Debbie would hug me and tell me she loved me. And we would just have a conversation that was quality just in case she didn't wake up the next day. You know, before she'd go to bed, she said, "It's it, this is a pretty bad night. Like, you know, if I, if I don't wake up tomorrow, I appreciate you and I love you. I mean, she didn't do that out of drama. You know, she did that so that our last moments together could be positive and be well. That's how sick she was. And... This is a woman who you've never seen someone eat as clean as it always cracks me up when I will talk to people and they're like, yeah, no, my, my wife, she's the same way. She eats super clean. And then they're talking to me about the bag of gluten-free chips that they ate. And it's like, no, that that's not actually super clean. That's still a bag of gluten-free chips, which is better than chips, but that's, that's not clean. You know, like that's still going to be terrible for your system to eat an entire bag in one sitting, or they'll be like, yeah, but, you know, she eats super clean, but on Saturdays we drink a bottle of wine. I'm like, no, like, you don't understand. Like, Debbie doesn't have an extra green bean. You know, it's to that extent. So, you know, she went through this this battle, and the point that I want to make before we kind of start talking a little bit about it, Debbie, is you controlled the variables that were within your control. You controlled your food until your body forced you to stop being active and exercising. You exercised and you actually even lost that variable for a part of that time before getting it back. But the point I want people to really recognize is you never gave up. You never gave in on the controlled variables. You continued to eat your food right. You continued to drink the right amount of water. You continued to seek out assistance from doctors and medical communities and took the supplements that you were supposed to take. You never gave up on that to the extent of saying, well, I feel like crap and I'm not well, so I might as well just not get out of bed. I might as well just eat cake and ice cream and candy and fast food and pizza because I'm not getting better anyway, so I should just give in to all of that. You never let the variables that you could control change. And so this was literally all the way up until our Rosemary Beach trip in June, which we're very blessed to be able to save the financials to be able to do. That's what we do with our money Our is we save and prepare ourselves to go on these vacations so we can come back and work hard. And we went in June and we just went again a couple of weeks ago 
which is not a very big gap of time. And Debbie went to put on her so June to October, her fanny October, pack, June to October, beginning of June, end of October. Yes. So she goes to put on her fanny pack, and you could put two of her in it. I mean, no exaggeration. She posted a picture of it on Facebook. Her waistline could go into this fanny pack another time. It fell down on and the ground. And that's, that's went, where it was it in ground. June where she had to wear it. You know, none of her clothes is. that she recently purchased fit. And it's fascinating. She actually had a client recently that was talking to her about the swelling. And the client said, you know, I always wondered with as clean as you are and what you were doing for a living, I'd have thought you'd have been skinnier. <laughs> That's what this client said to Debbie. It's like, oh gosh. And it's like, but isn't that funny? There's this expectation. So people, I would have thought too. So people probably assume behind the scenes she's eating things like they are. And it's like, no, it's legit inflammation. So Debbie, before I take up this entire segment, talk a little bit about what this journey has been like and the the mentality of not giving up and what you did to press through that to get back to the position where you're exercising again. You're actually starting to feel well. You're sleeping better and your health is returning. I mean, I just did all the things, you know, I, um, I have a chiropractor that does, uh, homey, homeopathy and, uh, um, she does uh, applied kinesiology. I started seeing her every week. I drove an hour one way to see her, and I would see her every week. Uh, I started doing acupuncture every single week. Um, I started uh, to, you know, to I hired a functional medicine doctor. Uh, we did intensive work on my gut. Um, I started taking a peptide called BPC one fifty seven. I started taking it in pill form uh, to try to heal my gut. I do believe that that really made it to where I could diversify my food better and start taking in more nutrients and more nourishment. Um, there's so many different things that I did. I mean, I really never, ever gave up. I started breath work. I started, I became certified in yen yoga so that I could do deep stretch holds. So it would be almost as if I was doing acupuncture on myself every single day with these deep stretch holds and I was releasing a lot of toxins. And then I just randomly had my massage therapist say, um, hey, I went to the salt room the other day. You know, I, I, I think you would love it. Uh, you always feel so much better, you know, when you're in when you're in Florida. And um, I was like, well, you always feel better on vacation. She goes, no, Deb, I think there's something to the salt. I think you should try to go to the salt room. And so I'm like, okay, I'll try the salt room. She goes, while you're there, why don't you do some cryotherapy for inflammation? And she said they also have what's called a biomat, which um, is like a sauna on a mat, but it has amethyst crystals, so it pulls a lot of toxins out of your body. And she said, go ahead and finish with the PEMF mat, which is pulsed electromagnetic frequencies. So that will stimulate your lymph to drain. And I'm like, well, that's no short list there of things you want me to do in one day, but I'm like, okay, I'll do it. So I go and I do all those things and I'm driving home and I've got about a 40 minute drive home and um, I feel different. And I'm like, okay, it's been a year. Something is happening right now as I'm driving and I can tell that I feel different. So I'm driving home, calling the place, scheduling the same exact thing the next day. And so my second day I go, I do all the things. I drive home and I can tell I am smaller. I don't just feel different, but I'm smaller. So the next day is my birthday, and I asked my husband if he's willing to go there with me again and do all the things with me. And so it's my third day. So point is, by eight visits of doing all these things, I lost 20 pounds, and it was 20 pounds of inflammation. 
So I had went from a size eight to a size two in two weeks. And that is not body fat because there's just no way that's humanly possible. No one has ever been able to determine what was wrong with me. Nothing ever came up in my blood work. I mean, we were at a point where they were scanning for cancer, cysts, tumors. Um, I mean, they were doing some serious checks because they had no explanation for why. I would be that stomach. I mean, her stomach looked like it had a full size about to pop basketball in it. Yes. No explanation. And there was just truly nothing that I did, nothing that I ate, nothing, no supplement that I took would make it better. This was the only thing that had made it better. And so when I went to Florida here in October, I was like, you know, it was three weeks or three months into doing, you know, doing all these different types of treatments. And I thought, how am I going to make it through this week without all those treatments? So I brought a PEMF mat with me and I took cold showers every day. And then I did uh, some yin yoga on the beach in the sand to try to like do like the earthing concept and be, you know, barefoot in the sand. And um, I felt amazing. And when I came home, I was actually down a pound from vacation. I I wasn't swollen at all. I was afraid I would get swollen again. But I guess the key to that is I didn't give up. I was willing to try one more thing. And you've gone from a size eight to size zero as being too big. And what's the total weight loss at this time? Uh, Almost 30 pounds. And how tall are you? Five two. That's a ton of weight. I mean, that's that's 80 pounds on me. And this is someone who's not losing body fat. Like it's not body fat. I can't stress that enough. So, so much we're not talking about me. someone that just wants to lose weight. We're talking about someone that's literally fighting for their life to be well. So if that's where you are, you just have to put in the work on the variables you can control and never give up. And I, I really just want to say that, you know, get with as many people as you can to stop trying to do all of this alone. I didn't try to do it alone. And I'm a practitioner. You know, I do this for a living. I hired people. I, I, I gathered a team. Don't. Don't try to do it all alone. But main thing is don't give up. Don't give up hope. Stay anchored to hope. And Christ is in it. He is our our true healer. For more information on a six-month nutrition program with us at Integrity Training Systems, take a look at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com. For gluten-free, dairy-free baked goods from my personal bakery to your to your home, delivered to your home, take a look at Sophie'sBakery.com. And from my favorite farmer, fedfromthefarm.com, 100% grass-finished beef. Thank you so much for listening, and God bless.